Hey boo, welcome back to the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast. I am your host, Melissa Impet. Coming back to you today with another Fit Chick combo. I hope you guys are enjoying these interviews as much as I am because it's so interesting to hear about other people's journey. I just love it. I really can't get enough of it. So today I am bringing on a guest. Her name is Jenny Lee and she is from Texas. And we met on Facebook and it was such a blast chatting with her and hearing about her life journey into fitness and now coaching, working with people on reboosting their metabolism after doing damage to it. So this is a super informational episode and I think you guys are just going to love Jenny Lee. She was amazing to interview and I'm super excited for you to tune in. So enjoy this episode. My name is Jenny Lee. I am an online coach and I mainly focus on repairing metabolism. Great. Uh, That's so important. Yes. Um, I am not a big fan. I'm not going to say I'm against it because obviously that's my client's goals, but I'm not for, Oh, let's get lean. It's all about being toned. I'm a very big advocate for that's kind of a side effect of taking on that metabolism repair and learning how to listen to, listen to your body when it comes to food, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to self love and stuff like that. Um, so I'm never like, Oh, we need to get lean. Um, I'm more in the let's get healthy. And then if that becomes part of it, then awesome. Oh my gosh. I love that (laughs) mission so much. That's incredibly powerful. So right off the bat, I already have a question for you. Um, so, so tell the listeners a little bit about how do people damage their metabolisms? So the biggest thing I would say probably about 90% of the clientele that comes to me, I work with only women. I don't work with any men. Um, so I feel like that's kind of important also. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are doing high amounts of cardio, like, yeah. or like, oh, I do minimum 30 to 45 minutes a day. On top of that, they're eating nothing. Nothing like, at all. Yep. Close <laughs> to like 800 calories, something yep. in there. And what people don't realize is our metabolism isn't just for burning fat. It's also part of like when our organs are running and what our body needs to do on a day-to-day basis just for us to function. And so, and most women, we need at minimum around 1100 to 1200 calories just for our baseline. Yeah. And that's not including the people that want to be building muscle. It's like, we need these calories to function. I always like sitting there and kind of visualizing to myself how much is actually going on within my body. Yes. Every second of every day, like blood circulating, my hair is growing, my nails are growing, like it's a miracle. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Your kidneys are functioning. Your yeah. liver's functioning. You're digesting food. You're having to make that food come out. Like yeah. it's everything. crazy to think about yep. and super eye-opening. Um, I work with clients as well on nutrition and it's so funny because a lot of times I'll ask people, what's the definition of a calorie? Yeah. And a lot of people don't, don't know. know. Mm-hmm. It's a unit of energy. And if you want energy, you've got to eat. You've got to have them. Exactly. You have to reintroduce them into your body. Yeah. Um, so that's a big thing I work with with clients. Is that's just, so cool. Yeah. So how did you get into all of this? Oh, man, into coaching? Yeah. And fit, um, co- coaching, fitness, fitness, the whole everything. lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in gymnastics. Um, and so that kind of put me into that. And it was very competitive gymnastics. I was in the gym like 40 plus hours a week competing on the weekends. And so I grew up very active, um, around, I would say like around the age of 13, 14. That's when I like quit gymnastics because I was to that point where I was like, I want to be a kid. I want to have a life. Um, I want to be able to do things because I literally would wake up, go to gym, go to school and then go back to the gym. Wow, It was my life. Yeah, it was your life. And so uh, high school started to come around. So I switched over. I joined a competitive track team. 
cool. ran track for a while. And then when I was 16, I was just done. I was like, I am so over it. Like, I don't want to be this athlete anymore. Like I was, my body was already exhausted. I was like beating it up and I was only 16. Wow. So I stopped for a while. Was this something that you were really passionate about or was it more something that you were kind of put into? I would say in the beginning, I was very passionate about it, but then it came to the point where, so my dad was the one who raised us. Um, Mm -hmm. My mom left and that's kind of, that's our connection to our dad. Okay. And so when we were in a sport, he literally did not know how to talk to us. Okay. started getting to that point for me where I was like, well, I need to do this so I can have some kind of. Wow. Yeah. That relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do believe as I got older, that was a big reason I went to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I was 16, I quit and like just quit everything. Like I literally stopped. I was like, I'm done. Um, And then when I was like, so, oh man, how about 20? That's when I was finally like, I had put on a bunch of weight because I stopped being active. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know how to function without anything athletic. Mm-hmm. And so I went in and I've always dealt with depression most of my life. And so 20 hit and I hit a really big stage of depression. Mm-hmm. And I kind of started to realize that a lot of it I had put on myself. I wasn't taking care of myself. My mm-hmm. ex and I literally ate pizza. I'm not exaggerating almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> like I did not, I did not feel my body. I did not care about myself or what I was mm-hmm. doing. And then he actually, I was crying one day, like feeling so sorry for myself. And he was like, you know what, either you need to do something about it or you need to stop crying. He's like, but yeah. either, or you got to stop. He's yeah, like, I'm not got to make the, make the decision. Exactly. Mm. And so that kind of kicked my butt into gear. I slowly started learning about fueling my body and you know, what foods work best for me and how to work out. Cause I had never actually done like weightlifting. Okay. Um, yeah. So more just like the gymnastics and exactly track. everything was um, told what to do by a coach. Everything was body weight or, you know, like specific to the sport I was in. Um, I had never really done anything in a gym. So that was really overwhelming. And I had put on so much weight that I Mm. was just, I was miserable. And so more and more, you know, I got into it at the eating and the working out. And finally I was like, all right, let's do it. And I started working out more and more. And I just fell in love. Like I completely transformed (laughs) mentally. Um, it kind of showed me the person that, I was able to be. Yeah. And so that's kind of where my coaching comes from because I've been in that miserable spot where I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. Like I would literally look at myself in the mirror and start bawling because I just yeah. couldn't understand who I was. And, you know, I've grown out of that and I've learned so much from it that I feel I'm able to now teach most of the women that I work with, you know, and it's like, I'm sure you understand. It's not just yeah. about eating and losing weight. It's about watching them transform as a person. For sure. And, Yeah. It's like, I feel like I've made this transformation in such a short amount of time, you know, like I'm only 28 years old, so it's been a pretty short amount of time, but I feel like I've made this transformation and it's been so powerful in my life that I almost feel obligated to help other people. Yes, exactly. It is so possible. And it's just like a lot of people need a little extra guidance. They need a little Mm -hmm. extra support, some accountability. And I feel like I'm obligated. (laughs) Exactly. Like I have done it. I know you can do it. And that's the cool thing. Sometimes these women just need to hear the fact that they can do it. And a lot of times they're like, Oh, I can. And you're like, that's all it took. (laughs) I love, I love reminding people that I probably believe in them more than they believe in themselves. And sometimes that's what they really need. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with that 150%. Yeah, That's so cool. So when did you officially start like becoming more? Cause you're into like CrossFit and stuff like that, right? 
Yeah, I did yeah, bodybuilding so for a while. I did three shows last year. Wow. Yes. Um, but then I had completely destroyed my metabolism. Okay. So that's and where so, that comes into play. Yeah, yeah. Because I did the same thing. I did one fitness show in my entire mm-hmm. life and my metabolism was yeah. destroyed. And as soon as the show was over, I put on 40 pounds in like days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize like, and I mean, I did the same thing after my first show. I put mm-hmm. on close to that. I put about 20 pounds on within 10 days. Yeah. And seriously, like you guys, listeners, that's real life. It, you really can is. put on that much weight that fast after that. you restrict yourself for so long. Yes. And you know, a lot of people like, Oh, bodybuilding so glorious and I need to do this show, blah, blah, blah. But they don't realize, you know, one, what it takes to do it. And two, what comes out of it? You know, mm-hmm. like I was back into a very bad mental state. I was back into, I was very scared of food again, which I had not experienced that in a long time. And I just noticed I had gone backwards after that third show. And so this year I was supposed to do two more shows this year. Um, and I just decided, I was like, I need to put me first. I need to put yeah, my mental state first, everything. And so that's why I've got more into CrossFit, um, to work on boosting my metabolism um, but I'm a competitive person, so I actually have my first CrossFit competition this coming weekend. Cool. So, that's exciting. Yeah. It's been a complete 180 for me. Yeah. But yeah, it was the, when I did the show, it was like a huge period of growth for me because yeah. it was so much about what I thought that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then after I finished it, I just kind of realized that it was like I more wanted like the pictures. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You want to experience like, it. You got I, it. And it's I fun. realized that like it actually wasn't the life that I wanted, but mm-hmm. you, know, you got to do things. You got to experiment and, and figure it out along the way. So exactly. You know, I love, I love promoting working on, you know, yourself, but mm-hmm. I don't always know if fitness competition is the best way for everybody. Like I respect exactly. the people who are in the sport, but me personally, I would much rather book like a photo shoot. Yeah. in 12 weeks and then work towards the photo shoot versus, yep. you know, really straining yourself physically, exactly. mentally, and emotionally. Oh yeah. I guess to the point where you almost aren't even functioning just because your calories are so low, you have close to no body fat. And as women, like there's a lot of women that end up with hormone issues. They lose their period for long yes. amounts of time. I don't even remember how long, but it was a long yep. time. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a period most of last year. And so Mm -hmm. that was one big thing for me. I was like, I have to get this back. Like I need to get my body fat up to a good percent. I need my metabolism to be healthy. I need my hormones to level back out. And so that's what this year has been really about for me is just what is going to make me happy, what's going to get me healthy and what's going to set me up for success in the future. That's awesome. I'm so excited to hear that. That's really (laughs) cool. Sounds like such a powerful time in your life right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's been one big season after the other lately. So That's awesome. (laughs) Really, really cool. So how do you think fitness has made an impact on your life? Oh man. Um, huge. I know. Big question, right? (laughs) And so, uh, I think it's kind of in two ways. Like growing up, it showed me why I didn't want fitness because it was for somebody else. It was never for me. Mm -hmm. My dad, it was just the only way that, you know, we would have a bond. Yeah. And so that, that aspect of fitness, fitness showed me what I didn't want. Mm. Um, but now, like I said, how I kind of started with the, you know, my ex was like, Hey, you either need to do something or stop crying about it. Yeah. Um, wow. What a yeah. strong guy for saying that to you. Oh yeah. I remember in the but moment. He literally cried, changed your so. life forever. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. those were the words I needed to hear. And I actually like, I kind of live by that now. Cause I'm like, yeah. I either need to do something or I need to stop complaining that's, about it. I mean, that's pretty awesome to think about in so many yeah. different aspects of life. Yeah, exactly. So when he said it, I didn't like it, but yeah. now I'm thankful for it. But 
Uh, fitness has literally shown me. Okay, so I did grow up in gymnastics. I know I keep backtracking, but there's a reason. No, go for it. Um, so growing up in sports and gymnastics, I've always been very bulky. I've always had a lot of muscle. Um, growing up, my nickname was Jenny He or Jenny Man. You know, I was accused mm. of steroids when I was like 14. When I mean, what 14 year old is shooting up steroids? Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the gymnastics build, though. Like, yes. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Like buff. Um, and so for a long time, I hated my muscle and I, I seriously would cover up baggy t-shirts and it wasn't that I was overweight. It was that I was so sick of being picked on. Wow. And so whenever I got into fitness, like it really truly started to teach me how to appreciate myself and the gifts that God has given me, um, yes. I don't like shoot my own horn, but I'm stronger than most females. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, he's given me this strength. He's given me this ability to put muscle on easily. And so finally it taught me like how to use that and how to appreciate it and how mm. to put it out into the world to help other people. Yes. Um, so it's, it's really showed me how to be myself mm -hmm. when I've never felt like myself. I always felt like a stranger in this weird body I didn't really want. Wow. Um, but I found how to make it mine and how to just love every aspect of life because of it. So yeah. start I'm, appreciating the body you were blessed with. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's kind of how it's, it's, it's just completely transformed my life in every aspect. I mean, I met my fiance at the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's the best place to meet. Like seriously, yeah. I swear if you're all single out there and you're looking to meet a significant other, go to the gym. <laughs> yes. Oh, but the funny story is I had to approach him. Okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> because the guys don't want to think that like you're, you're just thinking they're creeps. Like sometimes you do have to go over and be like, hi. Oh, he walked on the treadmill next to me. And so like, you knew, you knew. knew. And he did it twice. And <laughs> like, okay. But he, he was, was trying to draw pins, but being polite about it. <laughs> exactly. So I was finally like, here, dude, like you're too scared. I'm just going to take the leap. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know if he can hear me. So, he might not be happy. <laughs> oh, is he there right now? <laughs> the <other> room. <laughs> That's awesome. But it is really powerful being in a relationship where you kind of support each other's goals because if you're, you know, if you're trying to get into the fit lifestyle and you're with someone who's <laughs> sitting on the couch all day, it's, it's stressful. It is an added stress on your relationship. I do so. agree. That was actually a big reason my ex and I broke up was because it got to the point where I wasn't allowed to go to the gym or, you know, like I can't go to the gym without him because who am I trying to look better for? But in oh, reality, boy. it was for me, yeah, you know, like insecurities. Yeah. Exactly. And it just, it, it was, I, you can't be in a relationship that way. You know, mm -hmm. like if you can't, if you're in a relationship and you're not allowed to grow and if you're not allowed to become a better person, you know, is that person really on your side? Does that really, yeah. does that person really, you might, you, you might know? unfortunately have a little reevaluating to do. Exactly. And so, you know, in the end it was a good thing. Um, I mean, the moment it sucked, but you know, now looking back, I'm like, thank God, you know, yeah. so I'm better. So, so do you guys help keep each other motivated? Yeah, there's days where I really don't want to go to the gym and he's like, come on, babe, you got it. Like, we're going to do this today. Um, and then vice versa. There's days where he's dragging and I get to be like, all right, we're meeting at the gym at this time. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And it's really cool. And, you know, we kind of get to push each other. Um, he does more powerlifting kind of stuff. So I get to call him out and be like, hey, like you can do much more weight than that. <laughs> and, you know, he'll do it to me. Or if I you know, around the girl time of the month, I get really tired. And so he'll be like, all right, come on, you got this. Like yeah. only a few more sets. Push so, you through. 
Exactly. It's really cool. That's awesome. So what other types of things do you do to help keep your motivation up? Um, I guess, so honestly, the biggest thing I've ever been told, and I wish I could remember where I heard this because uh, they deserve credit for it, but <laughs> I've always been told, you know, motivation is what gets us started and then dedication is what keeps us going. Oh and yeah, so, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, was, I wish I remember where I heard that from, yeah. but so those days that I just feel really like, oh, I don't want to do it. I always, um, I always have a reason why. Mm-hmm. And it's something I teach my clients also is why are you doing this? And not just, oh, I want to be skinny or whatever. Like, why do you mentally need this? Why? I just recorded a whole episode on this, that emotional connection. It's so yep. powerful. It is. Yeah. It is. And a lot of them are like, oh, I want to get skinny. But they don't realize that's the reason you're not getting anywhere because you have no deep internal, like you said, connection to the result. You're just like, I'm just doing this for some external reason when in reality it goes much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm always like, I'm okay. Why, what goal, you know, if I have a goal, like my competition this weekend, okay, well, I'm going to the gym today because I want to be better at that competition because it's a partner workout. So it's like, I want to be better for the partner I'm working out with. I want to be better for myself. I want to be better for my results. Um, not, oh, well, I ate a piece of pizza last night. I need to go to the gym. Yeah. Now I got to go slave away and punish myself. Exactly. So I would say just remembering my reason why. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's huge. It's like this (laughs) constant reminder when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. It's like, I'm doing this for such a bigger purpose. And it's funny because I'm sure you feel the same way. Now my why isn't even about me anymore. Yeah. It's about so much bigger than me now. It's about all of, all of you, everyone listening, all of my clients, all of the people that are part of my tribe. You're all my why now. And it's crazy. You all get me out of bed in the morning, get me to the gym when I don't feel like it. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's like held me so accountable. So I'm really grateful. Yep. (laughs) Oh yeah. Cause my clients, we have boot camps, So there's some mornings afterwards where it's my turn to work out and I'm like, I don't want to, you know, but then I'm like, dude, they all just came in here. They gave me their 150%. Like it is honestly a slap in the face to them. If I don't turn around and give my 150%. Totally. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what are some of the lessons that fitness has taught you? Oh man. I guess, like I said earlier, learning how to love my body and love Mm -hmm. what I've been given, like gift, like a strength wise and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Um, patience, Patience. Wow. That's a big one. Patience. Yes. That I especially rebuilding your metabolism, Mm -hmm. building metabolism, building muscle, building strength, everything, Mm -hmm. you know, and even on those days where it's like, Oh, last week I squatted 300 pounds. Well, this week I can barely do 200 pounds, you know, Mm -hmm. like being patient and learning that sometimes rest is, you know, part of that patience. And you just can't be so hard on yourself. The results are going to take forever if you're hard on yourself. Exactly. Exactly. I actually just posted about that yesterday about progress pictures and, you know, like my two year difference. I'm like, you know, and in all of this, I'm like, oh, I'm not changing. I'm not getting any better. But then you look back and you're like, Oh, you know, like yes. it's two years in the making. Yeah. <laughs> Progress pictures are so insane because we see ourselves every day. So it's like, we don't see the transformation necessarily. Exactly. Put those pictures next to each other. Yep. And so patience for sure. And then probably just how to work towards a goal, kind of how you mm. talked about like, you know, doing that fitness competition and everything. Like it teaches you how to work hard for something. And mm-hmm no, no one can do anything for me at that point, you know, and it's all on me. And I think how you said, it kind of showed me how to, you know, be better and how to work towards something and to accomplish a big goal 
without taking that step backwards and being like, this is too hard. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely say those three for sure. Yeah. And then just feeling so on top of the world when you do accomplish it. Yes. Like you spend so many weeks preparing and thinking about it in different scenarios playing out in your mind. And then when it actually happens, like I'm sure that's how you're feeling about this weekend. Like I'm sure you're thinking about your competition a lot this weekend and, and then it's going to come and it's going to, you're going to be at the end of the competition and it's just going to feel so amazing. I know. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. But yeah, I'm like, the work's done. Like, it's here. So, we'll wow. <laughs> and now, how long have you been training for that? Uh, since about January. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow, I, like, this I, is huge. I have no, I had no cardiovascular endurance in the slightest bit wow. <laughs> coming from bodybuilding, kind of power building. I didn't do a lot of cardio. Um, so all of a sudden going to CrossFit Metcons and stuff like that, like my heart was like, girl, what? You're like, oh, it's going <laughs> to pop out of my chest. <laughs> yeah. So uh, working on my cardio a lot, making sure my endurance is higher. Um, and then my muscle endurance is a lot higher also. So just been kind of incorporating things like that. Yeah. So for the listeners who might not know, CrossFit is like such a mix of strength training and cardio, <laughs> like in a exactly. way. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit of both. So it's important. It's important to work on your cardio when you're training for something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited for it. So have you noticed difference in your physique since you started CrossFit? Yes. And actually, this is a cool point because my weight actually has not changed. Yeah, cool. So just your body composition. Exactly. So I've been very excited about that because one thing is, like I've said, I've learned to embrace my muscle. And so I didn't want to lose any. Yeah, you've worked hard for it. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I really want to make sure that, you know, um, I keep my strength, I keep my muscle. And I was like, but I do want to get better when it comes to my uh, cardio endurance. And so, um, it's been cool. Cause like my, uh, I've been just getting tighter, I guess you could say is like, mm-hmm. or like people that don't know, like you could just see more of my muscle. Um, and so I, I'm five, four, I weigh 165 pounds. Um, but I'm proud to say it's mostly muscle, you know, yeah. and I'm seeing more lines here and there, but I still weigh 165. And for a while I was kind of discouraged. Cause I was like, I wanted to, I did want to tone up because I got to that point where I was uncomfortable just cause my body fat level got higher than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, was like, I do need to cut down a little bit just for health reasons. And so uh, I was like, Oh, the scale's not moving. You know how us women, yeah, tend to it's do. so like, easy to get obsessed with the number on the scale. Yes. And so I was like, dude, come on. And then I was looking at progress pictures, you know, talking to people and they were like, dude, I can see you look shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I yeah. can physically see it. And I was like, all right, I need to be be easier on myself. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't really even allow myself to get on the scale because yeah, it's just, it's crazy. I'm here preaching to everyone every day. Like, don't focus on your weight. But then me, myself, if I get on this scale too much. Yep. And then I'm like, wow, I'm preaching it and I'm not living it. So I just avoid the scale. I don't, yeah. You know, I just don't worry I've about it. I've had to start doing that. And even in my cuts, like, um, like right now, I'm not, I'm not necessarily trying to cut. I'm just being more aware of mm-hmm. uh, what I'm eating and stuff like that. Um, so even now, sometimes I'm like, I don't step on, like, I have to tell myself, like you said, don't do it. Like, just don't yeah, step don't on it. It's not it. worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth that mindset thing. Because yeah, then you just think about it and harp on it all the time. And it's just yeah. stupid. It's just a number. <laughs> exactly. It's just a number. No, one, like, no one walking around the streets knows how much you weigh, nor do they care. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Crazy. Exactly. Put so much pressure. <laughs> yes. So, no scale. No scale. 
Oh my gosh. This has been such a fun conversation. I know. Yeah. So before we kind of like wrap things up, where can my listeners connect with you if they want to chat with you more? So mainly just Instagram is the main thing I use. Um, It is JLB and then strong. So JLB strong, all one word. Um, That's really my main thing. I do have a Facebook that's the same way. And then I have an Instagram or Instagram. I have a YouTube. Um, It's just Jenny Lee Baldwin. And um, I'm not super active on there. I do a lot more mindset stuff on there. So I actually just recently uploaded a video about my depression. And so, yeah, I do more stuff like that on my That's cool that you're so open and transparent about that. Yeah, because the the biggest thing for me was it wasn't normal, you know, because nobody on Instagram posts about how their depression is or (laughs) anything. I think that's one of the issues. It's like this fantasy world. (laughs) Exactly. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the opposite. I'm going to show that I have downsides and I'm going to show that I am fighting through them and... I've had so many people reach out and be like, dude, this helped me so much. Yeah. I really, really, really respect that. Exactly. And so I'm like, it, that was the biggest thing that helped me was knowing I wasn't by myself. Whenever Mm -hmm. I reached out and someone was like, dude, I'm struggling too. I was like, wow, I'm not by myself. Yeah. So that's my big powerful message to share. So I'll definitely make sure to put the links to everything in the show notes so that everyone can find it there. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So before we wrap up, what is a piece of advice that you can leave the listeners with? Um, If you're looking to get into fitness or you are still trying to find, you know, why you want to do fitness, find a part of it that you enjoy. Mm. Um, It doesn't have to be lifting weights. It doesn't have to be CrossFit. It can be if you enjoy running, then run. If you enjoy cycling classes, go to cycling classes. Whatever gets you up and moving, I find is the what's going to help hold you accountable Mm -hmm. and is going to help you to actually want to get up off the couch. Um, and just because someone else does something doesn't mean you have to do it also. Yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. And then one more thing is that just because you find somebody else on Instagram beautiful doesn't mean that you're not beautiful. Oh, I um, love that. And so, yeah, I have to tell my clients that all the time. All the time. Um, but yeah, just because someone else is beautiful. Like how many times do we scroll through Instagram and be like, oh, she's beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. That's like 10 women we just looked at. Why can't we be one of them? Yeah. Um, And it's like you get stuck in envying these people and then you ignore yourself. Exactly. So I think that's, that's the two biggest things is find what makes you happy. Don't worry about other people. And then, you know, just because someone's beautiful doesn't mean that you can't be. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing messages (laughs) for everybody. Yes. Cool. Thank you so much, Jenny Lee. It was so great chatting with you. I'm so grateful that we connected on Facebook. Me too. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you.